This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Great Lakes Kids Apparel. That's right. Great Lakes Kids Apparel offers affordable, wearable, and playable clothes for your little one to enjoy. Plus, Great Lakes Kids Apparel is a mom-owned business, so you know your kids will love these clothes. And Great Lakes Kids Apparel offers fast, free shipping on orders over $50, not to mention amazing customer service. So head over to GreatLakesKidsApparel.com or click the link in the show description and use promo code LOCKS to get 20% off your first order today. This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible is your one-stop shop for audio entertainment where you can always find the best of what you love or discover something new. That's right. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from mysteries, thrillers, biographies, and of course, true crime. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title a month from their catalog to keep forever, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Audible members also get access to thousands of podcasts from popular favorites, exclusive new series, and this very podcast you're listening to now. Plus, the Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere. While traveling, working out, walking the dog, doing chores, Audible makes listening anywhere easy. And best of all, Check the Locks listeners can try Audible for free for 30 days. So head over to audibletrial.com slash check the locks or click the link in the show notes to start enjoying Audible today. Warning, Check the Locks podcast is a true crime podcast and may contain graphic descriptions of violence, murder, sexual assault, and more. Check the Locks podcast is not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome back to another episode of Check the Locks Presents True Crime for the Short on Time. As always, I'm John Connor. I'm Olivia Cornu. Saying thank you for joining us as we dive into yet another bite-sized, truly terrifying true crime case. Olivia, how about that Halloween episode on Monday? That was awesome. I mean, Jessica Gomez, she brought a great case. We were all at nines. I mean, I'm excited to see what people on the Facebook group and on all the other socials think about the case, but it was definitely a great episode for Halloween, especially since it happened on Halloween 10 years ago to the day. So very cool episode. Was so happy to have her on the episode as well. Me too. It was definitely awesome. It was a change of pace. It was really cool to have somebody else kind of come in and present a case to both of us. So it was so much fun. I would love to do some more stuff like that in the future, but Today is Wednesday, and Wednesday means that we are short on time. So this week, it is my turn. I have a case that I'm bringing. What do you say? Should we jump right into it? Yeah, let's get started. I got to be somewhere in about 15 minutes. So Jessica Gomez, with her case last week, actually inspired me to take a look into Michigan cases. So this week's case takes place in Michigan, and at around 3 a.m. on March 29th, police were dispatched to a home in Casco County. They were immediately greeted by Gregory Allen Ringel, who informed the officers that someone had attempted to break into his home. According to Ringel, the intruder entered through the garage and was yielding a shotgun. He told the officers that the intruder knocked over a steel tumbler, which woke his wife, who was sleeping in the bedroom. 
Ringel was sleeping in the other room of the house. According to the report, when Ringel's wife got up to investigate, she was met at the door by a man with a shotgun. The man fired but missed, and the woman was able to shut the door on the gun barrel, preventing him from entering. Ringel told the police that the disturbance had woken him up. He grabbed a handgun from his nightstand and attempted to investigate what was happening. Seeing a shadowy figure run from the home, Ringel stated that he had opened fire in the direction of the intruder. He then went to check on his wife and seeing that she wasn't hurt, continued to search for the assailant. So it sounds like a pretty eventful evening, right? I feel like I would be pretty shaken up if I was sleeping in the other room and I heard a gunshot and my wife screaming. Feels like, you know, I would be on edge and running around. I mean, how do you see yourself handling this situation? I mean, first off, as the woman, I wouldn't be going investigating and seeing what the noise was. I'd be waking my husband up, be like, come on, let's go. You're going first. So now, kudos to her. Yeah, and I guess they were sleeping in opposite rooms. Oh. So, you know, I know we have a family friend that they just sleep better when they're not in the same bed. So they've been married for years, but they sleep in separate bedrooms. So, yeah, I think I feel like once you hit like 25 years of marriage, everybody's like, yeah, we sleep in different rooms because we'd rather sleep. They snore too loud. <laughs> I don't know if I would ever want to do that. I think I'd I like. I don't either. I've Sharon, been sleeping alone for so long that I'm ready. Just like, just cuddle me, please. It's been yeah, years. Someone. So obviously the sheriff's office opened an investigation into the incident and almost immediately inconsistencies and unexplained facts began to reveal themselves. Something about the story just didn't sit right with investigators and they began to dig deeper into Ringel's personal life. In their investigation, detectives were able to uncover that Ringel was in fact having an affair with a coworker from out of state. Because of this and the inconsistencies and alarming facts uncovered, police decided to interview Ringel again. This time, under pressure, Ringel admitted that he had fabricated the home invasion story. According to his confession, Ringel purposely made the noise in the kitchen to wake his wife. When she awoke to open the door, he was waiting with the shotgun. He fired a single shot at his wife as she opened the door. It was dark and the woman couldn't make out her attacker. Now, realizing that he had missed, Ringel ran off to hide his weapon. He then grabbed the handgun and fired off around in an attempt to cover up what he had done. Ringel was arrested and charged with assault, intent to murder, firearm discharge in a building, false report of a felony, and two felony firearm violations. He was arraigned and held on a $750,000 bond, and he is currently waiting to stand trial. So this story was really interesting to me. I wanted to pick your brain. Putting yourself in the shoes of this woman where you're married to somebody you think someone has broken into your home, attempted to kill you, only to find out later that it was your husband. What's your thought process as we're going through? Yeah, right now, so I've figured out that they are not sleeping in separate bedrooms because uh, he snores, obviously because they are having a not-so-good time in their relationship. But this is what I don't understand. I was going to say, this is what kills me, but this is what I don't understand. Just get a divorce. Why do you have to kill your wife or your husband because you're having an affair? Be the bigger person. Say, honey, it's not working out. And go your separate ways. You don't have to kill somebody because you're in love with somebody else. And then the other thing that I picked up on this case is Michigan has stepped it up a little bit compared to last week. And $750,000 bond is a lot. So they must be um, picking up a little bit on some of these, how they charge people. Yeah, and I know we've talked about it before, but it's almost like, you know, I don't know if he's worried about losing 50% of his money or 50% of his assets, but it seems like he's about to lose 100% of his freedom. 
I would rather lose 50% of what I'm worth than have to spend my entire life in prison. You know? Yeah. Like you could live a happy life with your new lover, have half of your things, be a cordial human, go your separate ways and just be done. Close that chapter, open up a new one. Instead, he's closing this chapter, open up a new chapter to prison for probably the rest of his life for attempted murder. But yeah. And I don't understand what possesses people to be like, well, I'm unhappy in my marriage. So murder, let me just kill my wife, you know, or husband, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, we've covered stories of both, but it's just. I forget. Wives do kill their husbands, John. I won't leave you out. Yeah. I mean, not with shotguns, typically with antifreeze, but, <laughs> you know, it's just doesn't make a lot of sense to me that like that's your thought process is, well, we're married. We've been married a while. We're both unhappy. I should kill her so I can be with my mistress, you know? Yeah. And then the people always wonder, well, the husbands are always going to be question first yeah because they're always killing the wives or wives are always killing their husbands i just don't get it that's not my first thought like just be an adult and go your separate ways and live your life it'll be drama for a little bit but then it's going to be fine well i think this also plays into the fact that you know obviously he thought he was smarter than the police where it's like i can come up with this whole story and I'll take my handgun and fire around in one direction to make it look like I shot at somebody and they're not going to figure it out, you know, and it's like all they got to do is find the bullet casing. Look at your guns you have in your house. Case soft. You're just not as smart as you think you are, no. you know. So, yeah, that was just a quick little story. I picked this one because it just seemed interesting. The story itself as to how somebody would try to kind of concoct this whole story. And again, think that they were able to get away with it. So. I know this is a short on time episode, right? Not a whole lot that we're diving into, but just, you know, reading the story over quickly. Where would you put this on your deadbolt test? I'm giving it about a seven. It is creepy to me that, you know, spouses can kill one another or attempt to kill each other or allegedly attempt to kill each other. And it's scary. We go back to this just like we talked a lot in the Halloween episode on Monday about how people you trust doing things to you. When, you know, that's the first person she would go to if there was really an intruder in their house. You know, I'm going to go get my husband. I'm going to go get the man of the house. Like, I'm going to go make sure that I'm protected and let them help me figure out who this was. And then in the whole grand scheme of it, it was supposedly him at the door pointing a shotgun at his wife. So for me, I'm going to put this at a nine or a ten because I'm putting myself in this woman's shoes. Like, I'm sure that, you know, your relationship is having problems. And I'm sure you know if you're sleeping in separate bedrooms and it's not because you just want a better night's sleep, but it's because you're having issues. You know, I'm sure that's not a great situation to be in, but I don't imagine that you would think you were in a situation where you'd have to worry about your husband trying to shoot you with a shotgun. And then when he doesn't manage to complete what he was trying to do, then invents this crazy story. And it's only when he's arrested and questioned again and put under pressure that he confesses to it. Like, I could see this coming as a huge surprise and be like, oh, this is the person I lived with for years and they tried to take my life, you know, and luckily he didn't succeed. But I don't know. I can imagine that being a very terrifying thought and just being like, oh, well, thank God he like tried and it didn't work. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's just it's just unsettling to know that someone you can trust and love and care about can do that to you. I 100% agree. 
So that's where we fall on this week's deadbolt test. But we want to know where does Gregory Allen Ringel and the attempted murder of his wife fall on your deadbolt test? You can let us know. Reach out to us on the socials. You can find us on Instagram at Check the Locks Pod, Twitter at Check the Locks, and please join our Facebook group. We're in there hanging out, interacting every day. We want to know what you think. That is all that we've got for you for this week's true crime for the short on time. But please make sure you are following us on Apple Podcasts and subscribing to the show so you don't miss these episodes as well as our normal Check the Locks episodes that drop on Monday. We will see you again next week for a bite-sized, truly terrifying true crime case. But until then, don't forget to Check the Locks. We'll see you next week. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic, but today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries, and with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.